Hey. Yo. What up? I, I'm mad I didn't catch you telling me, okay, bitch, let's go. <laughs> As I have like a face full of pasta in my mouth because I'm <sighs> shoving, I'm trying to eat because I've only had coffee today. Yeah, which same. Anybody that knows me knows that's a terrible idea. Because caffeine and I do not blend. Caffeine and I are great friends. Um, I'm, it's my only addiction left, so she's not going anywhere until a doctor orders me else otherwise. Did you? Okay. Speaking of, I brought it up on a previous podcast, but Coffee and Books, this podcast I love to listen to. Um, they just, he had just interviewed somebody who published a book called Drug Use for Grownups. I think he also okay. might have been on the on the Breakfast Club, but basically he like goes into this like deep dive of how like using drugs can be safe in certain types of scenarios. Like he and I'm not talking about like weed. Like this man is talking about like meth, heroin, no. like no. opioids. It is I highly recommend people listen to it. I'm not saying like I endorse this like perspective, but he he's a researcher he's a professor like he's dedicated a lot of his like research and life to this approach and it is if nothing else just fascinating i i think i agree in the sense that i it sounds like something i would like listen to to be like what is your deal with this mm-hmm. but i feel like i would draw the line maybe at psychedelics with stuff like that like i cuz i know people that microdose in mushrooms that they mm-hmm. say it helps their depression which i'm like mm-hmm. great do that um but i truly have a hard time seeing how opiates especially considering the crisis that is currently happening in the country um opiates or meth or heroin in like you can't be a heroin addict. that's the whole you know like you can't do that in small doses there's no like you know what i'm saying like i don't know anyone that's able to do that Uh, maybe william burroughs but he's dead as well so his entire approach is very much that the fact that we the reason we have a crisis or uh, in a like in a an issue with addiction is not because of the drugs themselves. It's usually due due to like uh, mental health and things like that, right? So it is just it is very fascinating. I will again. I do not condone. I do not anything. I think his oh yeah, his name is Dr. Carl Hart, and he is a neuroscience and psychology professor at Columbia University. It's always Columbia because I was the also sexual citizens was out of Columbia as well. Um, I, I mean, I just, dis- I can't, I have to disagree on, I'm cur- I will check it out maybe like from mm-hmm. a curiosity perspective, but like substances are habit forming because they have the chemical that makes them addicting. So I just don't agree with that you know, oh, it's just because I'm depressed. That's why I'm addicted. No, I'm addicted. Like I'm addicted to caffeine because caffeine is addicting. (laughs) Caffeine's addicted to me because she has latched onto my entire like neurological makeup and I would withdraw. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it is so fascinating. Um, So I, I highly recommend again that it's coffee and books. Shout out to Mark Lamont Hill, who is the, he is um, like a black entrepreneur, but he's also a coffee lover and also a, a bookshop owner. He's actually shared our podcast when we um, like shouted him out. So we love Mark Lamont Hill. Um, but 
yeah, definitely check out the episode. If nothing else, I would just, I want to hear your thoughts. I've also been, uh, so Kristen and I did a, a Peloton ride together today because we, we worked nice. out together. We do like, uh, we try to schedule them. Uh, and so I decided to do another workout after with this like British cycler that I've like never, never taken a class with, but it was a hip hop class. And I was like, you know what? I like the playlist. And it was just so, I, again, I don't have any opinions on the class. But I always just appreciate hearing you and Kristen's thoughts on things. Like, yes, I like feedback and I like hearing my friends' opinions. But for some reason, you and Kristen are just like, I need to know your thoughts because it's for my own entertainment purposes as well. Like, I hold my own opinions until the both of you will tell me your thoughts because, I don't know, it just entertains (laughs) me. They're just more entertaining to me than, like, most of my other friends. Wow. I truly feel honored and I want a badge or a shirt that says more entertaining than other people's friends. But anyway, go ahead. What's what's the sitch with this dude? He. okay, so he's British and it was a hip hop class. And I don't know why I just I just couldn't. I couldn't buy into what he was selling, you know. Okay. like was he a white dude? Yes. And, he, but he was okay. so cheesy. Like I, like it was so cute. It was a really cute like class, but I could not stop laughing. Cause like he would say things like, like go hard or like, like kind of like with a little bit of swag or his attempt at swag. And it was mm-hmm. so poorly executed that every single time I could not like stop laughing. Like I texted Kristen being like, yo, call this dude whiz. Cause he is straight cheese. <sighs> I mean, it just sounds like he's just fucking white bread and like he just like like was he filling in for somebody that normally runs this class <laughs> that like it's like, hey man, Carl, you gotta do the hip hop class today and he's like, I'll I will do my best, you know. But like it's not really his jam uh, normally. I don't know. I mean, no, whatever. I- as long as he's not being like a cultural appropriative in any way, like oh, it's no. just him being like uncool. Like no. because there's some pretty great. Like I've heard some good like hip hop from the UK. So like it's I don't think it's yeah. No, he like it's just fu- maybe it's also just me like as an American. But like hearing the name like Fetty Wop, like that little British mm. accent for Fetty Wop, like I could, I just could not stop giggling. So Kristen's going to do the class this weekend and tell me her thoughts. So I will be waiting on the edge of my seat for you to listen to this podcast and her to take that class and report back to me. You'll have to text me the podcast link uh, so I don't forget uh, because sure. I will. <laughs> I will also share it on um, our Instagram, which did you see today? This poll. I think we've got the most responses from this, the chip, witch vanilla sandwich poll. People feel very strongly about their ice cream sandwiches. What is the results thus far or are, is it done completely now? No, I only posted it this morning. So the results thus far, it was like a dead tie before. Um, now it is. Oh my God, it's a dead tie again. Vanilla sandwich was in the lead before, but now we're back to a dead tie. Bro, it I is will so say all this funny. All this discussion ha- has been putting me in the mood for a chip witch. So, yeah. Despite, chonk. I still maintain, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> chonk. I'm not always in the mood for a chip witch, though. Sometimes I just need, like, the Klondike, uh, you know, ice cream sandwich. The amount of, okay, I literally, I just now that you made me open our Instagram, we got a message saying, a chip witch is far superior to a fucking regular ice cream sandwich. <laughs> 
Who wrote that? I need to have words. Who wrote that? I will not disclose their identity. I will not disclose their identity on this podcast, but I just, I want them to know I love them. I'm about to go go look right now. I see you. Here, I'll, I'll snapshot, I'll screenshot it. Well, it was a personal message to me in response to our poll. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. So it's not even on our account. No, no, it was a, well, even yesterday. So this sparked, the episode came out and then it sparked a conversation in my office group chat. <laughs> and when I tell you my, cause even my boss who is from Brooklyn, when I asked him like what he would get at like the Mr. Softy truck, cause that's what I would usually get is like a chip, witch or like if I wasn't in the move for like a soft serve or something like that, I'm like, you're a whole ass man from Brooklyn. You could not tell me you did not get a chip, witch from Mr. Softy. And he's like, no, I would always get soft serve, but then it sparked this yeah. whole debate here. I'll send this to you. Sorry. It sparked this whole debate and it is absolutely fucking hysterical. The passion that came from every single one of my colleagues. I just like a Klondike ice cream sandwich is like a classic summertime treat. Like chip, which I'm going to need to sit at a table for that because it's going to make a fucking mess. Like I can't walk down the street eating a chip, which like a fucking psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) Only sociopaths walk with a chip wizard in hand. Okay. I don't know who this person is, but I am gunning for you. They actually share your birthday. Oh, wild. Okay, so we're yeah. really going to have some words then. Aries, yes. lock and yeah. horns. Anyway. You, bo- you both are fire signs through and through. Um, but yeah, anyway, because this whole thing sparked, like I was sweating yesterday during this like debate with my colleagues because I was like, I feel unsafe around all of you. I don't think I can return to the office knowing you all are chip witch haters. Um, but... Besides that entertaining little debate we had yesterday, um, I feel like work has been overwhelming me this week. Are you like more stressed than normal with work or is that just me? I'm not I'm not stressed with work. I uh, as my slack goes off right now, um, (laughs) I'm not stressed with work uh, because I really like my new job. But uh, I am it is a little overwhelming because I'm still in a training phase and I'm getting a lot of new information. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been a little, I guess that in itself is a little stressful. I definitely have been having some dreams that I'm like work looking at like work stuff. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think that's my maybe subconscious saying like, Hey, you're, oh, you've been overwhelmed with a lot of new information recently. Yeah. I feel like <clears throat> the nature of what, um, I do professionally, like just in, I'm, I'm not saying like anybody else like job might not not be feeling this as well but like I think it, it's due in fact to like uh the Derek Chauvin or Chauvin whatever we pronounce his last name like the the trial being announced recently and then um yeah now more information about the girl the teenage girl from Ohio who's just shot and so a lot of those things typically intertwine very deeply to my work right like holding space for students or people who hold marginalized identities to let them know like you know what? Some things are just not as important right now because of the whole weight of the world like is a lot is hitting you a lot heavier than usual, right? So, and as an empath myself, which I don't know if we've ever talked about that. Are you an empath? I don't know. I'm a Pisces moon, so maybe. <laughs> well, does that count? I, I think it's the same. I, no. It could. 
It could. I don't like know. If, someone's, if someone's crying, will that invoke tears for you? Or like, will you feel the pain they're feeling as they express it to you? Only if I know them personally. Like, I, mm-hmm. my sister starts crying, I'm probably going to start crying. Yeah. What about like a fr- like just like break like friends? More often than not, is what I would say. If it's like a close, like if it was like you or Kristen that something upset you, I would get upset. But if it's like a casual acquaintance that was upset, I would definitely feel bad and try to comfort them. Obviously, I'm not a monster, but uh, <laughs> I don't know if I would get the level of upset yeah. that I would get or of concern. I I don't know. Like, yeah. That's fair. Um, I'm definitely... I don't know. It's... I, I, I also don't... Like, you work more in a job that I feel that has that type of situation. Like, that doesn't happen for me too often. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I can't think of, like, a situation that I've been in recently where that's been the case, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I would agree. I do think my... And that's one of the things I do love about my job, right? Is that like I we are able to incorporate these type of like life events or or news events or um, current events and incorporate it and and recognize that all these things uh, weigh on people regardless of what what other things are going on, right? So it's more of like a holistic approach. Uh, we are we are always being mindful of. So I appreciate that, but it does become you know a little exhausting and more stressful than usual, right? Like waiting at the edge of your seat for essentially like I, I said this the other day I was like it's really exhausting that you know we and upsetting that we had to watch essentially a public execution and sit on the edge of our seat stressed out about like the verdict in a trial right so I think just more more this week I've been super stressed and struggling to ground myself in the things that help me manage it so yeah um one of the ways I do like to help manage stress, though, is um, it's probably not the best part of me. My love language is not uh, receiving gifts, but giving gifts is like one of my favorite things to help manage stress. Is that a weird thing? No, I don't think so. Okay. I, it's not good for me in many ways, but I, don't, I think <laughs> it, it's, it's, a, it's a grounding myself in gratitude type thing that it helps. So Yeah. Um, that is why you got your lovely t-shirt. I'm so glad you like it. I loved it so much. Heavily meditated is so fun to me. I love that. <laughs> also because you had been trying to put me on to, so I'm fairly new to being like semi, I don't want to say I'm consistent with meditation because I could always be more consistent, but mm-hmm. um, I try to do it at least every week for a little bit. Um, if I can, you know, every other day, every day, sometimes if I'm really like on a, you know, a kick, but I do like doing it Mm -hmm. because I have a tendency to get really hot headed very quickly. Um, I was doing it a lot more when my job was a bit more stressful. Um, you know, but, uh, but just the practice of it is good. Like it doesn't have to be very long. It could be like for five minutes. You don't have to like meditate for a half hour. But Mm -hmm. like just the focus for me, just the focus on like breathing, like and nothing else, like the deep breathing is like, my God, what a shot to your system. If you're like somebody who likes instant relief, like Mm -hmm. that's like the best thing. Well, because I'm an, an, you know, I'm an alcoholic. So like I want instant relief and like that Mm -hmm. has been so great, you know, 
as you know providing like instant relief in that moment that I need it mm-hmm. like I've yeah. gone into situations where I'd be going to therapy but right before therapy I you know maybe just got into an argument with somebody and like my stomach uh will start to like hurt from like the stress of like the argument and like my therapist will be like why don't we start with like you know some meditation and immediately it's amazing how you know stuff like that is all connected because as soon as I start deep breathing, like stomach pain goes away. It's like, Oh, Mm -hmm. actually, no, we're fine. Um, so yeah, uh, I forgot where I was going with this, which has been happening all week. Um, heavily meditated. I've got heavily meditated. (laughs) Meditated. Oh, okay. Yes. What I was going to say is you tried to get me into that, uh, back when I was still drinking when I remember when I came to visit you in uh, college uh, out in Pennsylvania and you gave me this book and you were like, try this. And I was like, not about it. I was like, I'm going to take more kickboxing and balance that out with the alcohol (laughs) abuse. And I think that'll work for me. I think that's what's going to work for me. Um, Oh, and I'm going to buy a Fitbit. (laughs) Anyway. I remember the book I gave you. I remember the book I gave you. It was called Be Your Own Shaman. Yes. And I was like, I can't with this hippie shit. I'm going to keep drinking and do kickboxing. And like I said, buy a Fitbit, um, which surprisingly did not work. Um, (laughs) And multiple people while this was occurring was like, that's not going to work for you. Like, I remember Christina constantly telling me, be like, you can't go to a kickboxing class in the morning and then like go binge drink at night. Like you won't see results. Um, And she was correct. Um, So... Yeah, so I shelved your book. I apologize. I probably lost it in the move, but okay. um, I'm. I think I owe you a new shaman book, but uh, <laughs> never opened it once. And uh, it was but uh, happy to say we've all come full circle now because now we're back on meditation. We adapted to it. Turns out when you s- stop drinking, you're more open to trying <laughs> things that will actually help you. Yeah, it was. Uh, that's so funny. I forgot that I gave you that, but that book, uh, highly recommend. It is very out there. I, w- I will be the first person to tell you it is super, super, super out there. Um, but meditation is literally one of the oldest forms of like self-healing and self-soothing that we have in like civilization, like human civilization. Because when you think about it, so many of the roots to it goes back like centuries. This is shit people have been saying since the dawn of time of like, hey, your brain is a muscle, relax it. Like if you are not feeling well, tune into your body, right? And the whole concept is like, people are like, oh, it's just breathing, but it's it's not, something it's happens. Not. Yeah, something happens when you stop to intentionally breathe and like go inward. And I've had so many people, I actually think you said this to me when you started your, your journey with meditation. You said to me, I can't turn off my brain. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, that is not what meditating is. Like, so I actually don't do deep breathing meditation. I do, um, they call them like guided visual meditations. So I like like those too. Oh my God. Some of the best meditation experiences I've had is when, so like I, I did one, um, a couple of nights ago where it was like sending healing towards others and you have to visualize who you're sending healing towards. 
Right. Um, and it's like, you're, you're imagining this light and you're feeling heat. And I don't know if when you meditate yourself, but when I meditate, especially, I know it's working, uh, when I feel something triggered. So whether my hands start to feel warm or my body starts to feel warm, or I see colors or I see light, right? Like if one of my, um, like senses is triggered, do you get that? Mm -hmm. Um, I would say just, it's more of like a wave of relief over my body is more mm -hmm. so what I get because I like the deep breathing. Cause I, as I said, I was like, I feel like I can't turn my brain off, but I feel like the deep breathing does sometimes turn my brain off because I'm just like in and out. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm thinking about, you know, yep. like, um, don't think about it too much. Cause then at, when I first started, I got to that point where I was just like, Oh my God, how does my body just like know how to breathe? <laughs> like, and then you kind of start getting a little existential crisis -y over it. And then you're just like, <laughs> so don't do that. But um, I like the visualizations. I do the deep breathing. Sometimes I'm so anxious that I like at night, like sometimes is hard. That's I feel like deep breathing works better if I can't sleep because mm -hmm. and like maybe I'll put like the sound of like rain or like um oh, the ocean on but like because I tried one night to do um a, a guided meditation like in the stuff I like is like you're walking through the woods or mm -hmm. you're walking through the park or whatever you know so so I tried that one night but I was just too anxious that like the guy's voice of telling me like what to do I couldn't focus on so I was just like all right no don't 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 tell me where to go like just <laughs> let me <laughs> just let, let me, me do it breathe. myself yeah. So that sometimes it depends, like, you know, I, um, that's really funny you say that. Cause I can't meditate to a man's voice. I need a woman's voice. The only man that I've successfully been able to meditate to people love like Deepak Chopra and I don't necessarily like feel one way or the other, um, about him, but, uh, it's, his name is David G and my sister is obsessed with him. So I've actually enjoyed his meditations. Like his, his voice is very, very soothing, but I actually struggle to meditate. And this is not like a, Oh, Anna's a man hater type shit. It's just their voices don't calm me the way a woman's voice does. Interesting. I've never noticed that. Maybe I will take more care into selecting a woman's voice because yeah men don't exactly give me a sense of calm no offense to all men but hashtag all men um <laughs> not saying it but i'm saying it <laughs> uh i mean especially my job now my goodness i can't uh, i would love to tell more but i truly cannot but it's great it's amazing i'm so happy you love it um, yeah, but yeah, I, I can't meditate to a, a man's voice. I also can't. Um, so this is, I don't know if you feel this way, but when you do yoga, do you feel like you're incorporating meditation into your yoga practice at all? So, um, I, it's fun. I, I fell off a little bit with yoga this week, but normally I do it at least twice a week in the morning. Um, but I don't, Unless, because a lot of the yoga I'm doing is very specific. Like, I'm not doing anything fancy. Like, I'm not. Like, I'm trying to, like, if I was more consistent with it, I'd probably be getting stronger faster. But, um, <clears throat> you know, I do a lot of just, like, beginner stretches. And a lot of time I try to keep my breath steady with what the instructor is telling me. But um, <clears throat> I guess in a way it's meditative. meditative. <laughs> That's not a word. <laughs> um, 
because I'm only focused on the poses and the breathing. So I'm not thinking about anything else. Like I'm not thinking about like my meeting at work in a couple hours or, you Mm -hmm. know, so I would say that, and maybe, I don't know if you feel this way, like, because you're focused on like posing correctly or like focused on like breathing at the right time. Like if I'm doing a certain pose, like I shouldn't be breathing. Like also, I'm also like, uh, you know, focused on whether or not I'm holding my breath because I do that sometimes. And I'm just like, why am I not Mm -hmm. breathing? (laughs) Let's start breathing again. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What about you? I I think, so I didn't at first. So I used to, I think there's uh, yoga is, people have like a lot of expectations of what they think yoga is. I feel like it's like one of those memes, like what they think it is versus like what it actually is. Um, Right. I, so when you do yoga, the workout, like the actual like heated, uh, like vinyasa flow type shit. And you're just like trying to like sweat everything out of your pores. Like you're not really going to find as much of a meditative, in my experience, you're not going to find as much of a meditative piece along with it versus like when you do yoga, they call it the practice, which, Mm -hmm. um, I appreciate more now as I've gotten older is that, you, so there's something at the end of yoga called Shavasana, which is like after you've yeah. built up all this energy and all this heat, right? It's the time where we we kind of compress and we just tune into our body, which I didn't realize until a yoga instructor actually said it to me. Like the whole practice of yoga is one meditative flow because right. you're breathing, right? Like you're breathing and you're creating energy, you're feeling things. And so she would always say like, turn off your brain and turn into your breath. And so I would start looking at it. Yeah, I'd start looking at it as like a meditative practice as opposed to like, oh, I'm going to burn X amount of calories and get like a good workout in. Um, And I I noticed the more more I've done like yoga and especially meditating, I like feel, I feel like my brain is stronger. I I know that sounds stupid, but you know, I feel like my brain really is stronger. So like the other day, Uh, what's today? Today's Thursday. So I went for a run on Tuesday. Right. And I wasn't feeling it at first. I was like, Oh, I don't really want to go for a run. Like my knee is kind of cranky and my allergies were bothering me and blah, blah, blah. But then I literally felt my brain like, Oh God, it's going to sound so weird. But I felt like a switch go off in my brain being like, is that actually what your body is telling you? And I just like stopped and took a breath and I tuned into my body and my body was like, no, we want to do this bitch, go stretch, get your fucking shoes on and go outside. And it was the best run I've had the entire spring season so far. That's, that makes sense to me though. Like, uh, you said it in a way that was like, your brain gets smarter, but I think it's more so, I mean, yeah, I think that's a good way to describe it. Not to knock the way you're describing it. Uh, but I'm like, it's because your mind feels clearer that you're able to do, to kind of hone in on that, right? To be like, mm-hmm. oh, my mind's a little clearer so I can actually see like what it is that, you mm-hmm. know, my body's telling me. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So that makes sense to me. Do you um, do you have any like go-to resources for your meditating or do you just like kind of guide yourself? So I have a great app that um, one of my friends had recommended called Insight Timer. That's really great. It's free. 
Um, and it has a lot of like, it seems like a lot of people, like there's guided meditation, there's like courses, there's just a regular timer, which I use. Like it just is like a little gong to start you off. It starts a clock for like five minutes and then you can do whatever you want in that time. Um, so there's that. That's really what I mostly use it for, like just for like my own personal, like I don't want to hear a guided meditation. I don't want to hear anything. If I want to start my day with it, I would use that. But I'm also like really excited about this. My job is giving us all free subscriptions to Headspace. So I'm like so stoked on that. I love Headspace. I had like one, they had like a flash sale. And so I had like a three month subscription and it is so good. It's amazing. And I have had like the free one for a minute, but, um, you know, I, I just, I can't like, I'm, I've, y'all don't know my bills, but I can't justify like paying like $60 every month for it or whatever it is. It's expensive. So I was really excited when my job is like you, we will be giving like everybody like a free subscription to Headspace. Um, because it is one of my favorite apps to use. And uh, a lot of what I do in therapy is mindfulness exercises. Cause I have a tendency to like future trip or dwell on things that it's like, you know, well, something good happened. So now something horrible must happen to me. Um, you know, so this is just, I really like them for like mindfulness exercises. So I'm excited to finally be able to like, see what their whole catalog has to offer. Uh, you know, once that kicks in, but yeah, that's amazing. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. My Um, job is very focused on mental people's mental health, which I really appreciate because I've had a lot of jobs where they're just like, "Mm, just take a day off. And I'm like, okay, that'll fix all my problems. (laughs) Oh, thanks so much. (laughs) Seven hours back in my day. My mental health completely relieved. Thank you so much. I've had jobs where they're like, take a day off. And then they're like, oh, but also make sure all of this shit is covered. Like, that's your responsibility. I'm like, that's actually not my responsibility. Like, if you're telling me to take a day off, like, you know, like, and I remember telling HR this once being like, hey, listen, like, this job is awful and stressful. And I feel like I can't take a day off because I say I, you know, they say take a day off. But then they're like, we're also like really understaffed, though. And I'm like, how am I supposed to feel about that? Like, that's not my problem. Like, y'all need to fix your hiring practices, Mm -hmm. you know, but for a really long time, it's hard to like not feel like that's your problem. And then they feel you feel like, oh, I'm not dedicating enough work to this company. But yeah. I ended up going to HR and and basically explaining this to them. And they're like, I understand that's like conflicting, but please, like, please, because I think they thought I was like about to do something crazy. Um, <laughs> this was at the beginning of the panty. panty. I'm fine, folks. Um, which it was, I'm not going to lie, it was getting pretty bad. So I, you know, they were just like, just take the time. Like, if you need it, take it. Like, just email me and CC your manager and let them know. So then I woke up one morning feeling like, mentally very unwell. And I just sat down, I drafted an email to HR and my manager. And I was like, I'm taking the rest of this week off. I'm aware Mm -hmm. that I have clients all week. That is your responsibility to cover and not mine. And I legit signed off and sent the email. And then HR was like, have a good week. And they're like, my manager, I came back and he was definitely like a little resentful that he had to randomly hurry up and cover everything. But I'm sorry, like you have bad business practices in place. If you feel that you're scrambling and, you know, like are putting extra, because I'm sure other people had extra work because of that. But I'm like, again, that is not my fault. And that's not their fault. This is the company's fault for having bad practices in place. So I just want to say if anyone's in that situation, take your fucking 
week off. Take the time you need. Don't fucking listen to them. They can't fire you for that shit. That's illegal. So, yeah, you know. But also, this is where companies, so your current job is so fucking smart in investing in your mental health, right? For the sole fact of like, burnout is real. Your brain at some point, your productivity, your ability to focus, your capacity to produce work will be maxed out if your brain does not recover in an adequate amount of time, if your brain is never off, then it can't, like at some point it can't always stay on. So your job is really smart in stressing the importance of mental health because they know as a company, if we invest in your fucking mental health, you are going to produce better work for us. You are going to maximize your productivity when you are here. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I don't know if you've heard this, but do you know, I think it's in Sweden or... Denmark, uh, one of those Probably countries the where, somewhere, I get somewhere it. in the, the Dutch part of the world, um, you know, uh, they have like experimented with like four day work weeks mm-hmm. and it, like shorter work days and everyone's fucking thriving. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Like, you know, there's, there is, um, that's exactly it. Cause if you, so there's a great, um, one of my favorite instructors said it, but it kind of like uh, inspires a lot of what I do on my day to day, but for on Peloton, her name is Jess Sims. She says like, the more you ask of your body, the more you need to give it. Right. So the more work you want me to produce, the more time in recovery I need in order to do that. So, right. Like if I run six miles and then don't drink water, don't give my body fuel, don't give my body anything else. It's not going to keep running six miles for me every week. It's just not going to happen. My body's going to tell me to fuck all the way off. That was cute. Bitch. You thought because I didn't recover. So it's, it's the same concept. And like, they, I think I'm pretty sure it, it is Sweden. Um, yeah. The Netherlands is just on something. They're smart. I would love to go to Sweden before the, the parallelogram happened a couple of years ago, I was like (laughs) planning, uh, just like to take a trip to Oslo in Norway and like go to like Stockholm and like go to like all of those places. I want to go see the Northern Lights so bad. And the Netherlands has like some of the best locations like to see it. Yeah. So I believe that. Um, but yeah, so they're onto something. Cause even so like there's actually a, Oh God, I'll try to find it and link it in the episode uh, notes for you. But basically the five day work week was, was a capitalistic approach. 100%. To, to how we operate in society. So it actually does not, at some point it is studies have shown most people only have three to four productive days in them. Yeah. So we waste, actually companies waste time and money the more they request like those extra days for work. Because again, people will max out. I always say this to my mom. I don't like, and I'm pretty sure I've actually said this to you before. You can't give from an empty cup. Oh, so, Yeah, I know. Thank you. So you can't give from an empty cup. Thus- these companies can't expect us if like they're, if you're not putting anything back in my fucking cup, I can't give you what's not there. So let me definitely tell take you, the mental- I have, yeah. I have worked with some busted fucking cups. <laughs> um, but yes, take the mental health days. Definitely look into, um, I've also noticed the more I meditate and the more I like, so like, right, like I said, my brain feels stronger. I also feel so much more in tune with my body. Like, uh, like I, it's so, again, it's so hard to explain. Like the second you just like go in and you're like, 
huh? Because um, I've also been told. So I'm I'm Reiki. Have I told you this? I'm Reiki level two certified. That is amazing. You would thrive out in LA. I can't tell you when I was on the dating scene how many girls I matched with that was like, I'm a Reiki healer, and I'm like, no. Um, no offense to you. I'm sure you're a wonderful Reiki healer. But to me, that sounds like you're going to try and move in with me immediately because you have no job. Um, <laughs> oh that my God. may or may not have happened. <laughs> no, I, um, I did it more so uh, to learn how to heal myself and like people I love like more closely. Cool. But more, I'm just, I'm just very fascinated by the concept of self-healing, right? So like I said, Be Your Own Shaman was the book I gave you. I'm very like just fascinated by these things. Um, but just how we, uh, when I became certified, one of the instructors, like the person who was like certifying us or the instructor in the class had said, um, your body talks to you. And often when something is wrong, it will start to talk louder and then it'll talk louder and then it'll start to scream and then it'll start to fucking yell at you. Right. And so at that point, people mostly don't listen until their body is yelling at them. Right. Like you're like you're you've sprained your ankle or you've done some serious damage to your body because you didn't listen to it when you should have taken a rest day at the gym or something like that. Or you should have taken yeah. some time to put your feet up as opposed to go for another run or something like that. Like I so I feel like anytime. I've been on a good flow with meditation. I am more in tune with my body. Thus, it then also helps me manage stress a lot better. So my my go-to resources, honestly, like I just go to YouTube. I go to, D- I go to David G. I've used him before. I do Peloton meditation, which is really, really great. Um, I recommend that a lot. It's just, a, they do like five, 10 minute med- meditations and they're very, they're very soothing. Um, and really just YouTube. Like I, I encourage people to focus on what you need that day. So you mentioned, um, you do, you do, um, like mindfulness meditations. I do mindfulness. Yeah. Because that, because I know what, like what causes my stress a lot of the time is like worrying about things that like haven't happened yet or are going to happen like next month. And it's just stuff that I don't need to be worrying about in that moment. Right. So mindfulness right. meditations are good for me because they help keep me grounded being like, hey, like we're here right now. Like don't mm-hmm. stress about that until don't cross that bridge so you get to it or whatever um, right. type of thing. Mindful but meditation yeah. is also good for like they call it neutral thinking. Have You've probably heard of this concept before where it's like, uh, coming back to the moment and just neutralizing your thinking, right? So don't think of it as positive or negative. Just say, right. it's it, it, like the plain, right? So for work, for example, if in mindful meditation, you come back to right now, the negative thought would be, oh, I have so much fucking work to do and I'm not gonna, I don't have enough time to get it done. A forced right. positive thought is I have so much work to do and I'm gonna get through every single one of the things and they're all gonna be perfect. Neutral thinking would just say, I have work to do. I'm going to do work. Yeah, I like that. Um, I'm very much hate on toxic toxic positivity. Like I don't like that at all. As in both a native New Yorker who is prone to the negative and cynical, yes. But I think toxic positive, like I can spot that shit from a mile away because it's just like, okay, like I'm more of a radical acceptance type of person where (laughs) I think... I'm just like, well, because that's what I had to work on when I had that job that I was telling you about that um, 
you know, just didn't care about like how much they overworked us because they were Mm -hmm. short staffed, which again, you are short staffed because of your hiring practices and you're overworking your current staff is not going Mm -hmm. to make for a good um, situation. So, you know, my therapist at that time, there was literally just nothing I could do. Like I couldn't get out of that job. I had to go every day, which sucked. It was bad. But at the time, I just couldn't do anything yet. So she was like, we're going to work on radical acceptance. Like, you know, and that kind of helped for, you know, that situation I was in because it was like, okay, like, you know what, uh, I'm going to get on a call shift today and probably a couple people are going to be really nasty and yell at me. Like, I know this is a thing about mm-hmm. this role and, you know, I can kind of be super anxious. That didn't like completely relieve my anxiety about it, but it definitely helped with just being like, this is the situation. Like, right. you know, um, I don't know how else to explain it. I feel like that's a decent explanation of it though. No, that, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. I also think radical, I think anyway, at least from what I've understood about it, it's kind of like a, if you can't change your situation, change your perspective. And really the radical acceptance is I can't change my situation. So I'm going to shift my perspective and just accept like as neutral as possible, as neutral as, as you can until you are able to change your, your situation. Right. And get out of of that job. And you know what I did, uh, I did it twice and here we are. So what, um, do you do, do you do anything else for stress management? Um, I really am a big, like, I, I need to get back into like more of my routine. Like it's, like I said, it's been shaken up because I'm in this new job, but like, Mm -hmm. I like to play music. Um, Mm -hmm. and I, uh, will like to go on walks if I'm really upset about something. Cause Mm -hmm. just walking, uh, sometimes I'll have music playing when I do that. Um, or just like, sometimes I like lay down and listen to music. Like I will just like lay down and listen to an album, like straight through that I like, Mm -hmm. um, but mostly hmm. physical activity is a good stress reliever for me personally. Like, um, you know, if I haven't been outside for a minute, it's time to go take a walk. But mm-hmm. yeah, I would agree with that. Do you, and you journal. I journal. I haven't been journaling in a little bit. Life gets busy. Um, yeah. So, you know, also like sometimes I and this shouldn't be a reason to not journal, but sometimes I'm like, I have no interesting stories to tell you right now, you know. <laughs> Com- even though it's yourself maybe I know but maybe that's just I'm comparing it to previous journals where I was like I woke up in a dumpster you know like <laughs> not saying that that's like an interesting story or like that's what I plan on going back to once the panini's over but like <laughs> you know you know what I mean anyway we, we gotta First wrap off, this up for <laughs> that is not a boring what? story let me let me say that. Let's make that very clear. Not it's not a boring story by any stretch of the word. But um, yeah, well that's that's good to know. I I myself am a journaler. Um, but I had a I just say to myself like I just I like brain dump. Like if you read back to my that's journals, good. no no. If you read back to my journals, it's like were you on drugs while you were writing this? Because it's just like up oh, here's my thought. I'm writing it. Up oh, here's my thought. I'm writing it. Like there's no flow. There's no rhyme or reason to it. But it is super Where helpful. Is- I- my journals are like, were you on drugs when you were writing this? Yes. <laughs> well, I'm glad we, um, all, all this to say, I'm really happy you loved your shirt. And 
Oh, yeah. That's what the whole thesis of this episode was about, how much I love my shirt. TLDR. I have, and I have, I have a tank top that says literally the same thing. So next time you do yoga, put on your, your tank and, or put on your shirt and I'll, I'll put on my tank and we'll be. Oh my God. 100%. That will definitely be on our Instagram this week. So get ready folks. Yay. Yeah. We'll put it on and we'll, we'll make a little post about it. Um, but all right, get back to your, your work day. This was great. Um, all right. Well, I'm Anna. I'm Cola. We are two broads from Brooklyn. Thank you so much for listening.